Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight, how important is sport to the Magnus Church of England Academy? And we have a sporting superstar in the studio to tell us all about it. And he's brought some friends. This is going to be fun. I'm Mick Bradley. He's Gareth Bagley. And we are live on FM, DAB, online, around the world. And now, of course, on Instagram. This is the renowned Radio New at Sport. And we begin as ever with some of the names in the news. And sports show favourite Joseph Monk finished a superb third Knotts athlete and 172nd overall at the British Athletics Intercounties Cross Country Championships held at Presswood Hall on Saturday. A full report from the Twins and no doubt from Gareth at 7.20. A Max Lockwood hat-trick gave Fond and Colts their second victory of the season, 4-1 at Ollerton and they kept all 11 players on the pitch this week in Division 1 Newark Town under 18s dropped to third following a 3 or draw at next to bottom club Kimblay and for the third week running it was gold for Fernwood Sword Club's Arthur Eakin this time at the BYC qualifiers full report on a great weekend for the club on our social media pages. Tom Carlin's professional career under the guidance of Carl Greaves took another big step forward on Saturday when the young boxer beat Josh Hopkins on points at Leicester. That's four unbeaten for the new um, for the young Newarker. And talking to superstars, the Magnus's very own Josh Burkett, Boston United under 16. Went down to a single extra-time goal against Lincoln United to bow out of the Lynx Cup at the semi-final stage on Sunday. And Josh is here tomorrow night to tell us what went wrong. A great start to the road racing season for cyclist Isabel Darvell with a win at Middlesbrough and a 1-2-3 team placing. And finally, Newark Amateur Boxing Club's Chloe Davis... Lost a split decision in the quarterfinals of the National Junior Boxing Championships at the weekend. From what I understand, she was robbed. Intercounties cross country from the Twins and half marathons up to Retford and to Cambridge for Graham Welsh. All that is to come. First of all, the back pages, but at the minute, the back pages are pretty much the same as the front pages. Coronavirus. Um, so, I thought we would ask one of the country's leading sports administrators to... We know, or we think we know, what's going to happen with Premier Division football and massive great sporting events, but what can Newark Athletic Club, Newark Flow Serve, Newark Rugby Club, Newark Rowing Club, do they just carry on as normal? Or should they, can they, do anything which might keep the virus away? Gareth, all yours. Thank you, Michael. I don't think uh, there's a great deal that the uh, uh, grassroots sport can do to keep the virus away. If it if it comes, it comes. Uh, I think we just uh, carry on as we are doing at the moment, make sure we do the hand washing, etc., um, I suppose when you're playing in the scrum, that might be a bit closer than uh, running 400 metres around the track, so they might have uh, other things to think about. But uh, I think we just uh, follow the government guidelines. Uh, the interesting one will be uh, whether the uh, London Marathon takes place. An awful lot of people will be heading to London to watch, to compete, so that might be a, a one that... Uh, has to be thought about but otherwise i think it will carry on as normal and uh, we just um, hope everybody stays 
safe as well. Scott McNeil is part of the team that is reviving the fortunes of Newark's famous Magnus School, and he's in the studio tonight to tell us all about it, and he's brought some friends with him. But what I want to know in the modern world, even in a school, it's now got to be a results-based business. So, how important is it to this famous old establishment in Newark? Um, I asked Gareth if he'll do a little bit of homework and find out a little bit about um, what I would call a PE teacher, but what apparently now is the Director of Youth and Community, which sounds very, very posh. Um, but I understand why it's posh, because Gareth, um, our guest, is a bit of a star. Yeah, he's a checkered uh, uh, sporting career, not Notts Forest uh, Academy. Stop me straight away. Nottingham Forest, yes, the other knots are across the Trent. Um, under 11s, under 14s, England, England basketball, knots uh, tennis player, Wimbledon umpire, and under 11 to 21s, knots county cricket team. Uh, a fair spread of sports there, I'm not really sure what the uh, relationship between each one is. And the only one he didn't mention was Rowan. And this is what this is what tonight is really all about. Scott, welcome um, to Radio Newark. I, I think um, you're going to have to come come back and uh, we'll have a Scott night. Um, I think because <laughs> I on 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 the back of on the back of that, uh, sport is obviously your passion. Oh yeah, I absolutely love it. Anything to do with sport is uh, is a huge passion for myself, and that's come from my mum and dad really. So, so where did? Um, Scott and all the all all those um, credentials, and the Magnus joined forces. Um, well, just basically applied for a job um, as a PE teacher back in 2015, and then just uh, just growing with that. Really, we've just looked to improve sport. Um, Mr. Damon Burney is the head of PE. Um, it's just trying to grow PE, and obviously Mrs. Martin's come in and pushed it even more by trying to push rugby and rowing, um, and just. The passion myself for sport. Um, just want to give every kid the opportunity to do different types of sports, enjoy them, visit the kind of arenas that we may have go we may go to, and the trips that we put on for the kids. Really, we, we've met some wonderful kids here. I mean, in, in uh, Josh Burkett, Megan Williams, an absolute mm. credit to, to what's happening yeah, to what is happening at your school. But not too many years ago in the history of the Magnus. Many people in Newark thought it was about ready to close its doors for the final time. Now it's, well, it's in cloudland again, isn't it? And yeah. it uh, I, I know it's down to the hard work of the pupils. I know it's down to the hard work of people like you. But let's um, say right at the outset, there is really one person that's propelled Magnus to where it is now. Oh, yeah, that's Mrs Martin, without a doubt. Um, she's come in and basically gone 100 mile an hour at the school to make it the best it possibly can um, she the passion that she shows in staff meetings to lessons to act of worship with the um, students um, is fantastic and without her I don't think the sports that we're doing now especially rowing um, and rugby um, the students would never have got the opportunity and as with the four girls that are here today um, they've achieved so much in three years um, and the rugby as well. We've, we've done huge things with the um, with the rugby. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been fantastic for Mrs. Martin to give. I guess if anything, P put P back on the map because I think that sometimes in schools it gets left behind. But at Magnus Academy, it's definitely not that. When you're rebuilding the school, which is what she's she's done, um, sport would be very easy to be just cast to one side, wouldn't it? Yeah. And I don't think that's... Well, I know it's not happened. No, um, I think Mrs Barker was that as well, because Mrs Barker, the old head teacher, she was a PE teacher. Um, and it's it's for us in the PE department, it's fantastic that the, the head teacher is so passionate about well. She's very passionate about rugby, um, especially the Six Nations members. She's constantly texting me about that shouldn't be a red card, that should be a try, and all these um, things that happen on um, the weekends in the sport. She, the passion that she shows is what I think um, Magnus deserve and I think um, especially for our PE department we're very passionate to give those kids any opportunity we possibly can to succeed in a sport that they may not get an opportunity to do. Like anything of course 
it is all about the kids. Yeah. Because um, well, without their participation and them wanting to do it, mm-hmm. you're just banging your head against a brick wall, really, aren't yeah. you? Um, they obviously want to do it. We've, we've learned that through Josh and, and Megan, who's just a couple mm-hmm. of them. We've got four young ladies in tonight. Um, never stopped talking since, since they got here. <laughs> so um, now we've sort of opened the mics, um, we, sh- we shouldn't have a problem. So what we're going to do is we're going to meet them all individually. Uh, we're going to start... Uh, out of the four is brought two Alexes just to confuse me. So we're going to start with Alex one. Alex, just move that mic towards you, can you? And we're going to start with Alex one. Alex, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, well, obviously, I am Alex. I am a student. You are the Alex, are you, as I, opposed to yes. Alex one? Right. I'm Alex A. <laughs> um, I'm a student at Magnus. I am currently taking PE for one of my subjects. And I have been doing rowing for about, how long is it now? Three years? Three years, yeah. yeah. Three years, yeah. So practically almost from the start. What What's the Magnus now like as as a school? Because I'm painting it one, wonderful, because that's how I, I'm seeing it from the out, outside. But um, th- when you went there, I mean, how old are you now? 16. You're 16. So when you actually went to the Magnus, a lot of your friends would have probably gone to all these other schools dotted all over the county where you have to get on a bus about six o'clock in the morning and get back at six at night you went to the magnus so is at that stage a probably fairly brave decision but are you glad that was a decision that was taken i'm very glad that i go to magnus now i wouldn't change any of the people there excellent let's uh, let's move along so we'll meet uh, our second one i've got to get the names right here claudia yeah Claudia, right, Claudia, just come a little bit closer to that mic, if you would. So, same format, Claudia. Tell us a little bit about so, yourself. I'm Claudia. I'm originally from Poland. I also do netball, rowing and football and PE as a GCSE. Well, so when did the family move move to Newark? Uh, in 2013. 2013. So you would be... What school did you go to when, when you arrived here, then? Mount. You went to Mount and then moved on to the Magnus... Academia. Right, right. Your English is better than mine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. And what do you think about about the Magnus? I think it changed a lot and it's really great. It's very focused in lessons and it's just great. The opportunities there are amazing. So, are you sure you're Polish and not English? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surname? Podczechowska. Yeah, you're Polish. Right. <laughs> um, what, uh, what subjects are you taking? Uh, for my GCSEs, I took BTEC Sport, um, Art, and Spanish. You see, sport, it's, sport seems to be a recurring theme here, doesn't it? It, <laughs> it, 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 it really does. Right, um, what do you call when you get more than one Alex? And is it a gaggle of Alexes? Is it a, a pain of Alexes? Or oh, You could say pain. A pain uh, of Alexes, is it? Pain, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, we've got obviously Alex uh, A and Alex T, so basically yeah. you say Alex for Alex Asher, but then we say Alex T, Alex Tomanek. Right. So, so. that's the only way we can get Paul, our coach, and Chris <laughs> to remember them. Um, and when we have Darry in a minute, we just call her D. So it's uh, dead easy for everyone. Yeah, well, to I've tried a name about three times. <laughs> okay. call her D, so, she loves it. Um, <laughs> we'll get to the second part of our pain of Alex's, um, Al- uh, and it's Alex T. Just, um, that, that's it. Alex, uh, you know the routine by now, you know the format. Tell us a little about yourself. Well, I'm Alex C, obviously. I go to Magnus as well, took GCSE P as one of my options. I am originally, originally from Hungary, so... We're international tonight, <laughs> aren't we? We, we really are. <laughs> when did you move over from Hungary? Um, about five years ago. About five years ago. So the Magnus End would be your first yep. school? Yeah. Are you pleased that your parents chose it? Very pleased. I wouldn't have... I wouldn't want to go to any other school right now. It's just, I'm very happy there at the moment. Um, why rowing? Um, I think it's a great opportunity. Just tried it out and then started loving it and I stayed there doing it. Lovely. Right, just put the mic up because uh, one more young lady to talk to and uh, I'll try and get this right. Daria? Daria? Yes, yes. You can call me D. D? <laughs> right. Oh. So I've got A, A... C, A, T, and D. I'm with it now. Right, um, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, so, obviously, I'm Daria. I joined Magnus three years ago. I'm in the rowing team as well. Um, 
That's a lovely accent. <laughs> <laughs> Whereabouts? I'm, Ru I'm Romanian. Romanian? Yes. <laughs> We've never had this before. <laughs> we have never, ever, we have no, oh, we're in new territory here. You're Romanian. I deal with a lot of people in Romania through my day, day job, and it's, they seem to be lovely people. When did you move over? About uh, three years ago. Three years ago. So Magnus is your first school. Yeah, I love Magnus. It's definitely the best place to be, and it's just the passion about everything, the sports, I'm in a CCF as well, so it's just so much fun and so much passion about school. What's the difference between Romanian schools and Newark schools? Oh, <laughs> the difference is that you enjoy more talking to people, people understanding you better, trying to help you every time you struggle, so you just enjoy school and you don't find a like, place to learn and that's it you have relationships you create you're better as a student Alex A just as a matter of interest where do you come from? She just about <laughs> knocked her out with a microphone. That's brilliant. The yeah. Magnus Boxing Club is now being formed. <laughs> oh, you you really need you really need web yeah. webbing here just just to pick that one up. Alex, when you can recover. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm actually just from England. My mum's from Yorkshire. My dad's from Newark, so I'm as English as you can get. <laughs> you will get on very well with Mrs. Martin, and if you're yeah. from Yorkshire, she's yeah. half okay. Yeah, mate. yeah. She's you know, half okay. Half, <laughs> half, well, what is that? The Yorkshire or the not so? <laughs> That's the not so. Um, also with us t tonight um, is a is a coach at uh, Newark Rowing Club, and wonderful, wonderful to have have, have Paul Fenerley in the studio because uh, I've been trying for years to get hold of the rowing club. So now I've got you. You're not leaving, oh, um, yeah. Paul. Wel welcome Thank back because you. you've been on local radio a long, long time ago. It was well, well, uh, welcome back. Um, the connection between the Magnus and the rowing club? Well, actually, it goes back a very long way because Magnus used to be affiliated to Newark Rowing Club many, many years ago. And for various reasons, it, it sort of died off. But I know people um, who, went, who came to Newark Rowing Club through Magnus many, many years ago and still involved in it. Now this is a new venture, a new project, and it's much bigger, much better organised, much more exciting. I mean, in those old days, it was just one or two people who came down to the club. This is a proper school rowing club partnership. And any any grassroots sports club of, of, of any domain, football, rugby, rowing, hockey, whatever, needs a conveyor belt of youngsters yeah. to come through. So yeah. the relationship that you've reformed um, yeah. with the Magnus hopefully will secure Newark Rowing Club for years to come. Yeah, well, um, Newark Rowing Club has gone through uh, a period of change, culture change, like a lot of traditional clubs, golf clubs, for example. You know, over the years, it's it's transformed. Uh, and Newark Rowing Club really does believe in junior participation, junior rowing. Not all clubs do, but Newark does. And we've got a long history of, of, of junior sculling and rowing. Brilliant. Right, we're going to come back. We're going to talk a bit more about, a lot more about rowing and a little bit more about rugby in a few minutes. But next, it's Tuesday, it's 20 past seven, it's the Twins. Back to the phone lines straight away and we're going to catch up with the Twins who uh, have got a lot to tell us about because they was out in the mud and uh, the rain and the sun and everything else cross-country and probably for the last time this season. But I'll let them tell you about it. Tia and Lauren Owens. <laughs> All yours, girls. Thank you. So on Saturday we had the Intercounties Cross Country at Prestwood Hall and for that we had athletes from Newark running for Lincolnshire and Nottinghamshire. So we had a bit of a mix and we had mixed results at the Prestwood Hall. We had a few people with injuries, a few um, people lost their shoes and a few people in the wrong races. So in the under-20s ladies race we saw Savannah Brooks finish in a great 26th place, Maisie Aubrey 122nd, I came 131st. And Lauren came 133rd. In the senior ladies, saw Chloe Hubbard have to pull out due to injury. And Becky Gallup came 105th. In the under 13 girls, Amelia Crispin lost both her shoes, but still managed to finish 81st in a rather sticky course. 
and the mud was really bad, so she did really well to keep going. And the under-13 boys saw Joseph Monk come home third, third notch athlete out of eight in 172nd place. Under-20 men saw Ed Buck ran 20, a great 26th place, but somehow he entered as a senior instead of an under-20. Um, in the senior men's race, Linton Taylor got a great 19th place and Ollie Carrington came 125th. So luckily it didn't rain all day, so everyone did really well in the muddy conditions. And then also at the weekend, we had the Retford half. So well done to Damien, who ran that in, um, came 43rd in an hour and 20, and Matt, who ran it in an hour and 23 minutes. So well done for, to Newark AC for this weekend. Is that about your last cross-country then now? You've got to concentrate well, on the warm, sunny days to come? No, well, it was my last cross-country until yesterday, when I'm, like, I was the reserve for the English schools final. And I've got to run that on Saturday in Liverpool. So, Lauren's not running, just me. So, I'm running that. It's like a school's event. So, it'll be my last year running it. So, that's quite nice, really. But so, it'll be all the younger athletes doing that. That's your last ever school's event. And it's the Nationals. It's not a bad way to go out. No, I suppose not. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely sure it is. Ladies, thank you so much. <laughs> Time for training. Okay. See you later. Bye. Bye. Gareth. Um, Ed Book. Yeah, well, strange in uh, rules. Ed was uh, under 20 for the county championships because they were run under UKA rules. The inter-counties is run under IAAF rules and so the the changeover point for UKA is the end of August but for the IAAF, it's you, whatever your birthday all through through. 2020 so he, he was actually entered in the senior men's competition um he turned up i don't think he found the the knots uh, base so he just turned up and ran in the under 20s race without a number without a chip so um somebody must have counted him through because he certainly wouldn't appear in the results <laughs> uh, and amelia and the tale of the missing shoes yeah <clears throat> i was uh working on the on the start team so uh, all i see is athletes running away from me except when it gets to the uh, the senior men's race so i get a chance to go and, and watch that and i was out watching the uh, the men's race and amelia and dad appeared um shoeless but with the shoes in a in a hand so she noted where she'd lost them and then they'd gone out and collected them up I think I'd have stopped and got them at the cost of them shoes. I'm Mick Bradley, and you're listening to Radio Note Sport live on FM and DAB with our friends at Smith Timber, and we do thank them very much for their loyal and continued support of this show. Don't forget, if you missed any of our shows, simply go to the Radio Note website, look under the podcast section, and you can listen away, and tonight's show will be no exception to that as we go international. Um, right, back back to our guest and back to, to Scott, because um, what I want to know now, Scott, is um, Magnus is a fair way off the trend and it's renowned for its its rugby and you'd expect a school to play hockey and all things like that. It has got a rowing club history. How did it reform itself and who's the, who's the brain power behind it? Um, well, I think... Uh, as I said before, like Mrs. Martin, she used to do rowing at Doncaster. She has credit for everything here. Well, well she, it was very much, she, um, she was my she was land manager last year and she brought me in. She's like, um, I want you to start rowing for us. And I was like, right, okay, I've never done rowing before. How is this going to work? She goes, no, I want you to get it into the school curriculum. And I was like, right, okay, how do I do this? And obviously I met Chris Bates um, at the rowing club. Um, so I spent two months training with him, actually going on the water myself. Um, standing in a boat randomly in, in the trend and he says, hey, you'd be fine. And, you know, it's that trust, obviously, that I had to get, um, put into him. And he was like, you'd be fine. Um, so those two months of training and then we offered it out into enrichment. Now, enrichment's been huge for us at Magnus. We were doing it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, and we're giving all these kids opportunities um, to join different kind of clubs, you know, not just all sports. Um, we did, like, first aid, um, we've like, did like um, yoga and all those kind of things that kids can have opportunities to do um, and then we put rowing in so the girls here we started and we just offered it out and we had about we had about 10, 12 
students have wanted to do it. Josh Burkett was one of them, actually, funny enough, but then obviously he focused on his football. Um, and then these girls just stayed with it. Um, well, the, Josh would want to do it because it would mean I'm not sitting in lessons. Well, I was in Richmond, so I think that's <laughs> when, when he realised that, he thought, oh, well, I best go back to lessons. Um, so, um, yeah, so it was, it was just a great opportunity for us to give, you know, give these students a go, and we didn't think it would be as big as it is now. Um, and it is getting very, very big. Um, we've actually got these four girls now with us here who competed the, for the first time, like I said before, and like, since the last competition was in 1960. That was the last time Magnus competed as a school. Um, and the girls competed in a race in February, I think it was February in Doncaster, where Anna used to, um, Martin used to actually row herself. So it was quite nice to go back to the... Um, the race where Mrs. Martin had her first, you know, was training. Oh, no pressure then. Well, exactly. We're thinking, oh, it's, it's a pitch is going to be on the wall and we've got to kind of yeah. beat her score. Um, but no, we went there and what, we, what the girls didn't realise until they got on the water was actually they were put in a university race. Um, and they were actually supposed to be in like a, a under-16s um, race and didn't tell them until afterwards. Um, and they actually, um, and these, sorry, these university students have been training for three to four years. So the oldest one was 25 and the youngest was actually 22. Um, and obviously the girls here only 15, 16. And we actually beat, um, York, um, York St. John University, um, which was an absolute huge, huge, um, accomplishment for the girls and for the rowing club and for Magnus. Um, so we actually won the podium, we got third. So we were really, really pleased with that. And that's just continuing through the years now. So these four girls are going to go into our sixth form they're staying on. Um, and they are doing, they'll be con- continuing to compete for us. We've got year 10, we've got 15 students who are doing it in year 10. And year nine, it's our whole co- our ho- our whole cohort. They're basically the whole of year nine are doing this. So they're experiencing going down to the new rowing club. Getting on the water, even if it's just get on the water, experience how the boat works, um, experience what life around a rowing club is like. Because um, some of these students have never experienced rowing, and when we obviously told them, and Paul and Chris did a little talk about how expensive these boats were, you know, you're talking a deposit on a house, you're talking, you know, a decent car, you're talking 20, 30 grand for a boat. And then they start to realize how you know, how important this sport could be to them, especially if they're going to, looking to go to university. So, yeah, so it's, as you can see, it started three years ago and it's where it is now. And as of September, um, the whole school is going to be rowing. And so, so year seven and eight are going to be doing their core PE as a rowing subject, like football rugby. How big, you want to go eeny, meeny, miny, moe, so one of you's got the unlucky straw. How big is um, rowing in Hungary? Come on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go on then. Go on. Um, I haven't really heard of rowing in Hungary before. So Obviously. why does this young Hungarian girl who's come over to England, <laughs> no background in that sport, not even re- even heard of the sport, why do you get involved? I just went to try it and then loved it, stayed there. Now we're just doing it all the time. Okay. How about Romania? You see, you knew it wasn't going to be that easy, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, same. I, I don't, I didn't heard much about it, but I think it's just a passion that is just every time we're doing it, we come together and just enjoy ourselves. So, I'm going to go back to Paul now. I'm going to jump about a, li- a little bit, but so the Magnus contacted new at rowing club and i've got a bunch of um, bunch of girls here that come from all around europe and i've never even heard of rowing but they want to come and give it a go was it a oh no or right get yourselves down here or we'll make you rowers and you've actually made them into very very good rowers well i wasn't involved at the very start of it but i've come in sort of latterly to, to help out um and what you've heard tonight is, is the, the enthusiasm is so infectious. It's not a difficult job, quite frankly. These girls just are so hungry to learn and to get on with it. Um, can I just also say that throughout the country, I think what we're seeing is a little bit of a revolution. That girl, young girls particularly, uh, love getting on the rowing machines and that leads on to often uh, joining a local rowing club. Do you think that 
I mean, this is probably one for Paul, well, Paul and Scott, really. If, 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 if you're, I mean, we've seen the evolution, haven't we, of ladies' sport, yeah. team sport, in, mm. in, in the last few years with cricket, with, with football and, and with rugby. We've seen it with the girls. I mean, we, we, are, we, we follow a couple of local girl cricketers. We, we're great fans of the Newark Rugby Club girls and now the Newark ladies are beginning to, to take off. And I, I just think it's brilliant now that finally we seem to have an equal platform. Oh, definitely. It's funny enough with me and uh, one of the PE teachers, Mrs Newman, we were um, talking about this today. Um, and I think the opportunities that kids and students that get in and around school now is far better than it ever has been. Um, it's really good to see that, especially for rugby in school, girls' rugby is full contact. You know, we're doing we're doing contact, we're doing tag. You know, we're breaking it down. What what the, what the students want to be doing, and I think we're opening that up, and we're trying to even involve with like we've just started to do CrossFit at school. So it's like giving students opportunities that, especially females as well, because like you say, sometimes they don't get as involved as much. But now it is, it is fantastic, and these four girls are a credit to themselves and a credit to the school because without those four girls, actually row it row in at Magnus Academy wouldn't be what it is. So the Magnus have formed a working relationship with the, the rowing club. They've also, I know the work very closely with Newark Rugby Club, and I'll try and, if we get time, come back to that one. Gareth, from Newark Athletic Club's point of view then, how important now is it for um, a sports club and a school to be working partners? Well, I'm just disappointed Mrs Martin wasn't an athlete because then uh, the, the Newark Athletic Club might have uh, grown a lot more members. Um, but uh, at the moment, uh, athletics uh, at the school level in Newark is uh, pretty low uh, on the agenda. Uh, very few seem to uh, turn up uh, for the... Uh, area cross country or the area track and field championships so most of the athletes that compete at schools level actually do it through clubs rather than schools so hopefully uh, Scott can uh, get on to that and uh, turn, turn that one around at the Magnus as well is it though up to we'll use Newark Athletic Club just because you're sitting there is it up to new york athletic club to go knocking on the school's doors and saying right we will provide the coaches if you want to take athletics down that road the same as to an extent new york rowing club and the magnus have have done um I'd, is it as much down to the clubs as it is to the schools scott yeah no i think it is i think um the biggest thing for me is that we struggled probably about three or four years ago when I just started at Magnus, getting students to stay after school for enrichment or for a club. And when we actually questioned the students, you know, how many people play sport outside of school, all the hands went up, but do you play for a club? And it was no. So actually we're trying to make sure that the students are pushing themselves forward to join a club. And I think with our students here, the, I mean our four girls here, they can go to the rowing club whenever they want now. And they can be part of our school team, but also part of Newark own team and that's and that's a thing I think that needs to improve um, I think you're right I think maybe the clubs need to come to us if they because at the end of the day clubs need as many participants to take part in their sport and I think if they come to school saying oh this is what we want to offer like uh, Newark Rugby Club you know they've come in Richard Byron's come in done some sessions with the RFU got involved um, we've got great connections now with Leicester Tigers it's I think they need to come to us, even though we try and get out, you know, then they are, our main priority is unfortunately the grades. And I think, you know, we want to get kids to improve. And I think mental health is so big as well. I think, you know, we want kids to be doing stuff outside of school. So it's, you know, education is obviously extremely important, but I think mental health, getting involved, getting active uh, is also a huge part of that as well. Are, are, are we past the, the time then when we expect the, the PE teacher or the director of youth and community sport, whatever the posh words are these <laughs> days, but in my world, the PE teacher. Yeah. Are, are we um, past that stage where we expect him to do quite literally everything for the kid? Um, 
it's difficult because we want them to do like we see so many talented students come through Magnus and we then say what do you play out sports so I was going to go no and I think it's that that's the issue I think we see the talent it's actually getting them down there it's almost like we could do like a trial situation you know like any kind of football academy or rugby academy or whatever you kind of bring coaches to watch them perform and say bring the parents down and say right we want your kids to come and play for New Rugby Club or come down to the rowing club or you know even down to Nottingham Forest or Notts County or you know Newark Town anything like that I think that's how it needs to go about now because ultimately we're a school and as much as we can try and push and push forward and the students to continue doing outside of school there's only so much we can do as a P member of staff Alex Alex A will go to no AA hope you don't have a breakdown (laughs) oh right okay um moving swiftly on um Alex um what happens when you say to your mates no I I can't come out on Saturday afternoon or Sunday morning we can't go into Newark or go off to Nottingham because I'm going rowing that doesn't really happen I'm a hermit I don't really go out much (laughs) (laughs) I thought I'd ask the Newark girl the question (laughs) and I got the totally the wrong answer how important is rowing to you though it is very important because as you know a lot of universities do it and it gives a lot of opportunities so to have that on my CV will just push me further in life it'll give a great opportunity for me in the future um just getting probably a bit too serious for a moment and you've just said that you don't really go out an awful lot so when you do go out with the group yeah. rowing it's it must be good to mix with people oh yes it is because like at the most recent competition we were at the only competition we've been to yet there were so many groups and just seeing all the people working together was just like so lovely Excellent. Now, we, we, I missed out Poland on, on the sport, didn't he? So let's put the mic, uh, that's, put the mic there. We, we, we've, we've learnt that R- Romania and Hungary are not, not very good at rowing, but... Uh, <laughs> 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 don't say that. <laughs> Where did Poland come into it? I've, I've never heard of it till we started doing it. And, yeah, are you sure you're Polish? Yeah. <laughs> you sound more new than we do. <laughs> Brilliant. But go on, sorry, carry on never heard of it till d9 what um what sport did you do over in poland can you remember when you was over there i'd kick a football about sometimes with my brothers that's about it and female sport over there is it is it popular you know, you know like here like like we've said with football and cricket and hockey and rugby and everything it's the girls are now participation as much as the boys mm-hmm. is it is it the same over in Poland? I have no clue. I haven't been there in a good seven years. <laughs> well, it's not that long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's, who's, who's the latest? Who was me three years? You're, Darry, right, Darry. Come on, only three years. Right, what is what is sport like for girls in, in shall we say, your country, or is this your country now? Uh, I think, in my country, females are not that ambition about playing sports because um, they, they are doing tennis, that's their main uh, sport but they're not as passionate about because their competition is about with most of the um, females so yeah. Scott, I think you know, I, I've been joking with, 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 with the girls but you know you, you bring me four girls in Romania, Hungary, Poland and England and it doesn't matter what country they come from to them does it? they're just four mates or ability yeah. or ability like they, like I said they've never done this before uh, I mean and I and I haven't ever done it before myself and I got the bug after those tournaments of streaming with Chris you know just running down the trent you know it's and only got a nice sunny day as well it's it's, it's, it's absolutely brilliant in the picture you see of the trent you don't really see obviously when you're in the car and stuff so I mean it doesn't matter where you come from, what ability you have. If you give 110% to anything, you will succeed. Whether it be little or, you know, a huge amount, I think the ability that you have is your own ability and you make sure you work to that ability. But 
Gareth and I are are very old, mm. uh, and in in our day, the class was full of everybody from Newark, not mm. you know, no more than three or four miles away. And if somebody had came in from another country, the chances are they'd have been sitting on their own in the corner. Mm-hmm. Isn't it fantastic the way mentality is? has changed you wouldn't know if a new student had come in to the school or not and i think that's what why i personally really enjoy working at magnus academy you don't really you meet them you shake their hand oh nice to meet you and then that's it they're, they're straight into lessons they feel comfortable to come and talk to us um yeah it's it's i think it's brilliant how students can come into schools now and especially at magnus where it's a very family orientated school i believe you know our vision and values you know talk about determination ambition if you've got that if you've got that as a student yourself then you will go very far at our school and even if you don't have that you know we will still look to push you to get the best grade so you have the best career for yourselves paul one one quick one before we go off um to graham and new at striders um let's talk about the weather <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's well, it's the winter from hell, hasn't it? It's been a nightmare, and it's been so frustrating for these girls because time and again, you know, we turn up and the decision has to be taken. We can't go on the river; it's not safe, it's not fit. So we end up. Where do we end up, girls? In the gym doing exercises. The, the, the indoor road. on the road machine, machine again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's across the whole country. Um, in fact, I've just come back from London area because we were hoping to race the senior women's uh, race, and that was cancelled at the last minute on uh, on Saturday because of the Thames being in in flood. How, has the Trent finally got back to where it belongs? It, it was getting there, and we've just had another dollop of rain, and it's it's back up again. But I th- it's safe enough to go out at the moment, apart from today when it's been too windy. Right, too but, windy. It, it, but it, we it should is, be right for the weekend. It's back where it. it just about just, just about where very manageable just, yeah can i just say something about the mix as well that you were talking to scott about a moment ago because um rowing clubs uh, have struggled to shake off the elitist label you know it's only uh, uh, but if you look at uh, newark and and quite a lot of uh, provincial clubs are, are in the same position now if you look at a, a lineup of a crew you've got people from all walks of life from all you know backgrounds and it's just broken down completely now it really has changed a lot but I think people still perceive it as yes. a university sport. But they should come and uh, they should come and look at it. They should, and then they should get involved. Right, uh, coming up uh, in a couple of minutes. It's Graham and the Striders. Okay, let's go straight through to to Graham and the Newark Striders report. Graham, we're in a couple of minutes late because we have got a studio for for here tonight. But uh, I'll let you get straight on with the wonderful Striders. Okay, I'll get on with it then. It's, um, yeah. Quite an eventful week on the uh, running front at Striders. Uh, we'll start off with the uh, Cambridge Half Marathon, I think, and three New York Striders there. Uh, Tracy Partridge was the first to finish with a new PB time of 2 hours 14 minutes and 35 seconds. And then we had uh, Leslie Butlin, 2 hours 16 minutes and 50, and uh, Andy Sears, 2 hours 19 and 30 seconds. And uh, making a debut as a race angel, uh, our chair, Jackie Jackson, and uh, for those that don't know, the Race Angels uh, support runners in races. I've seen them when they did the Chester Marathon, and they perhaps position themselves on a steep hill or something and encourage runners up and down. And Jackie, of course, all got technology these days, fancy GPS watches and things, did uh, 15 miles of supporting during the half marathon. People taking part only did uh, 13 uh, 13.1 miles, so she actually ran all and walked even further than the competitors. So... Well done, Jackie, and I'm sure that she'll tell you all about that next time she's in the studio. Uh, other half marathon, of course, the main club outing and a big uh, event of the year for us, the Redford Half Marathon, much more local, and uh, we had 17 striders there. It was a new PB time for our first finisher, uh, Dave Dews, one hour, 36 minutes and 22 seconds. Just uh, shaved a few seconds off his PB, but uh, those few seconds, let me tell you, uh, all important to the runner when it's uh, a new personal best time. And also getting a new personal best was Philippa Clark. One hour, 40 minutes and 23 seconds. And uh, she certainly carved much more than a few seconds off her uh, PB. Uh, nearly four minutes, in fact. And for a runner who's um, run so many races, uh, as many races as Philippa, and is such a good, a good runner, uh, knocking four minutes off a PB is a, is, is a huge uh, 
well done, Philippa. Uh, Peter Davis, one hour, 44 minutes and 44 seconds. I won't go through them all, obviously, because we've got 17 runners. Steve Padgett, uh, one hour, 51 and 36. A new PB for Helen McGrory, two hours, 11 minutes and 43 seconds. And uh, we had uh, Nicole Henderson, two hours, 18 minutes, 47 seconds. Uh, Sarah Whitaker, two hours, 19 and 26. Heather Green, two hours, 22 and 32. And there's a lovely picture of that uh, trio on the Radio Newark um, Sport uh, webpage. Um, lovely picture of Nicole, Heather and Sarah together there. And uh, Lynn, Lynn Bobby, uh, our uh, park run queen, two hours, 31 minutes and uh, 30 seconds. Uh, in other races, uh, we had the Burley Seven Miles. It might have been the first ever running of that race. Could stand to be corrected on that, but that's uh, my understanding. The two striders there. Emma Gilbert, uh, 54 minutes and 29 seconds. And Stephen Tomlinson, one hour, one minute and uh, 28 seconds. In part run news, uh, we started with the furthest first. And uh, over in Poland at the Zamak uh, Mel um Park Run, which is the one that begins with a Z. I uh, just mentioned Lynn, and she went over there to do, get the Z for her alphabet, if you remember. Um, David Cross was over there doing that one. Gra uh, uh, Graham, just want to yeah. stop you a minute and just go back. Park Run in Poland. Yeah. Right, just tell me where, again, where, where it was in Poland. Zamek Malborku. Zamek Malborku. Our Polish girl is looking absolutely bemused. Well, that's that story out the window. Carry on, Graham. Yeah, so I guess one day I'll have to go over there and get mine, I suppose, but it'll, it'll not be this year, I don't think. Uh, so home, Victoria Dock in London, uh, Castle Howe in Yorkshire, and we've had 20 runners at uh, Doddington Hall, a fairly new park run there. It's only been run six or seven times, but uh, the uh, fact it's run on a nice hard, uh, hard, hard path and a uh, proper tarmac, uh, um, road, I think, is attracting people over there from Newark at the moment. 20 striders over there on Saturday. And of course, we had a, a good turnout of runners at Newark, apart from itself. In terms of what's coming up, um, the biggest event, really, uh, for, for the club in terms of turnout will definitely be the Ashby 20. That's a 20-mile race, which is very popular at this time of year for people who are uh, finalising their preparations for running their marathons. The sleep and half marathons on, Long Sutton 10k, and uh, Shrewsbury 10K. A bit of sad news, really. We've got four uh, striders who were due to take part in the Barcelona Marathon, which would have opened our club account for marathons uh, for, for, for this spring. Unfortunately, that race has been postponed until uh, late, later on in the year. So uh, sad news for those uh, who have prepared for that race. Uh, lots of preparation obviously goes into a marathon, and understandably, they're disappointed by that. So a bit of sad news to end there, but... Uh, Got a busy week ahead, and I'll tell you all about it next week. Graham, thank you so much, and we'll definitely catch up with you next week. Bye now. Thanks. Bye. Oh, we've had a cracking evening tonight. We really have. We've, we've already got the rowing club coming back back in for a rowing club special. We've got Scott coming back over for a uh, a, a um, director of youth and community sports and all round good guy and all round sports person. Gareth, just tell us again. Uh, Nottingham Forest Academy under 11 14s England basketball Knotts tennis player Wimbledon umpire and uh, under 11 to 21s Knotts County cricket team Did you girls realise you were working with a superstar? Um, oh yes, please don't did. say partially. that Partially <laughs> oh, <my laughs> but, Partially uh, Now uh, like all, all good sports journalists even though I am an amateur sports journalist um, I got wind of a story and you can ask Mrs Martin this one when you see her you can ask Mrs Martin this one the story of Mrs Martin an England rugby player and the showers at Leicester Tigers I'm saying no more because I, I don't want to get onto the wrong side of Mrs Martin I'm saying absolutely no more but uh, I understand that she enjoyed her trip to Leicester Tigers, and, and why not, in, in, indeed. And she needs a bit of downtime, break time. And uh, coming from Yorkshire, she won't know a lot about rugby, though. Well... Be careful there. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be careful. Be careful. No, she, I, well, her, her rugby, she's got her boys as well who all play rugby. Um, I've had the pleasure to meet one of them before. Um, big lads. Big lads, so you can definitely see the a rugby family. Um, no, she's very passionate about her rugby, so we're quite lucky to take some of our students to Leicester Tigers. We've got a great con connection with them now. 
and we had even Jordan Oluwafelo come into school three weeks ago and did our school, uh, sports presentation for a 15 mile challenge. Well, 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 when Newark was struggling the, the, the other week, you invited them, the first team, to. Yeah, they to played play at the Magnus, uh, and they uh, yeah. all played old school. At, at the Magnus, and, and, and it's where they started. And you know, that was an absolutely wonderful, wonderful gesture. Oh yeah, I mean, obviously we've got like legends like Dusty, who's been to, you know, been to our school. He was he was in Cartwright, um, I believe he was in Cartwright after when I spoke to him last time I saw him. Um, so we've got you know great history at the school, and it's just we're just trying to bring that back and bring sport back on the map at Magnus Academy. Brilliant. Paul, final word from from you. Um, I think the future looks um, very good. Yeah, I agree. Um, we're putting uh, a lot of time and effort into it. The club is investing in boats and coaching, and uh, together with the school, I think uh, you know we can really grow it really well. Girls, rowing a school thing, or when you leave school and go out into the big wide world, do you want to carry on? rowing because i mean you know if that first race is anything to go by you've got some skill so who's the spokesperson <laughs> one of you's got to be a spokesperson alex come on uh, okay i guess it's me just put well, that in my opinion at the moment i'm just keeping it within school but i don't know what i'll do in the future i might take it with me i might not you'll uh, never know alex t you're going to uni though, aren't you and then what do you say to the other day about rowing at uni <sighs> Um, I'm planning to row at uni, if the university I'm going to offers it, obviously. Where about are you off to? Um, either Cambridge or Oxford <laughs> is the aim. <laughs> oh, just either Cambridge or Oxford, yeah, just, <laughs> just <laughs> any of them. You know. I've, I've heard they do a bit week. of rowing there. <laughs> <laughs> They're not too bad at rowing at those two, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you mention rowing two of them, the, the, you, you may well find <laughs> a connection. <laughs> So you're, you're, that is absolutely brilliant. We do wish you well, and we hope you can come and see us again before you go. Ladies, what's the future hold for you two? I'm definitely going to do something about rowing in the future because I think it's such a big opportunity and it's so lovely and I think I'm just so passionate about it. I'm planning to carry it on in university and all through because I just like the commitment and hard work in it. And when you hear them saying that, off their own back, it does make it worthwhile for what you two are doing. Oh, you know, I wouldn't give up the time to do this. You know, it's, it's all about these four, really. I'm just there to make sure that they get there and get back and just to encourage them to do it. It's all about about the girls and making sure that you know, they enjoy it, they take this experience on with them. You know, and eventually, you know, maybe in, when they do finish sixth form, they come back and they give, they come and show the students what it's all about from university. Gareth, 10 seconds for what you've heard tonight. Oh, it's excellent. Uh, and I understand from Scott that there's uh, more in the pipeline, so uh, that, that's the main thing, to just keep the thing going, keep rolling along. You've been listening to a joint venture. We've gone European tonight. Romania, <laughs> Poland, Hungary, and even Yorkshire. Um, it's been a fantastic night. Thank you, girls. Thank you, Paul. No, thank thank, you. You, thank you, Scott. Thank you. It's been a great night. We're back tomorrow, and it's back to the Magnus again. Because Josh is here. See you tomorrow.